Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Voice Notes to Friends. This is F, who used to be Q, I guess. I put it down in the description at some point, but I no one reads the description apparently. Sorry, we're new to podcasting. Anyways, <laughs> Q is getting too confusing. I'm F now and I'm yeah, still T. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, T still T. Sorry. This is all about like if you read the description, you would know it's all about Q and F and the drama <laughs> between switching letters. But yeah, um yeah, I'm just F now, so FYI. Um so yeah, today we wanted to talk about dating and relationships. And yeah, basically just like some stories from our dating past and present perhaps and what it means to us to be in a relationship and yeah, all that good stuff. So T, what was your first or like introduction to the world of dating? My introduction to the world of dating was a disaster, obviously. (laughs) Um, I had like a really bad first experience. he cheated on me with my best friend and from then I was like nope no more men like I was good single I can be single again I don't want to do this I'm gonna go off to uni now and I'm just gonna like focus on my studies I'm not dating anyone and so the energy that I was like giving out was no don't approach me you know leave me alone I'm not saying I wasn't approached but like I would just friend zone them or you know I'd shut it down before like it happens Aslan and I put myself in this mindset of like, I'm good alone, which of course, like everyone should be, you know, like good alone. Yeah. But I like, fall, it was false. You know, the intention was out of fear, like fear of being hurt in a relationship rather than of courage of like being content alone and like understanding myself and enjoying my own company. So I had to like do a lot of reading and soul searching to get to that point genuinely yani where i'm good in my own company like i thrive you know i don't need anyone i'd like someone right a partner or whatever yeah but i don't need that person you know and i'm not looking like if it happens yeah. cool um if not like i'm good <laughs> you know yeah i guess we'll touch on that a bit later yeah. as well but that i guess both of us when we had those experiences we felt maybe too deep into the I don't want anyone and mm-hmm. and uh, and that's fine if that's what you want. But maybe sometimes like you were talking about the endless cycle of like self-development and yeah, you know, I was to perfectly healed. Yeah, I was stuck in a loop, you know, where it's like, OK, I just always have to better myself, you know, to be this partner that I want to be, you know. Um, so then I got stuck in that loop of like self-development and thinking, and no, I'm not ready because I'm not fully healed or I have so much shit to work on, let's say, you know. Yeah. But it's like, will I ever be ready Mm-hmm. So then I had to like break or break that cycle in my mind where it's like, I DNA, I can just, you know, I can continue to heal myself while, you know, I D dating or whatever. Yeah. It's also, I guess, kind of not dangerous. I don't want to talk about this because like I'm conscious of using language where it's like if you don't find someone or if like you don't end up with someone, that's like the worst thing in the world because it's absolutely not. But when you because I I have that too when I expect like perfection of myself I expect perfection of my partner or of the other person and that's so like unfair because then you could justify for yourself you could be like no but I know that I'm working on it but Mm -hmm. then you would never be able to do that with the other person and then you're never gonna like you you're not gonna find someone that's perfect 
because you're never going to be perfect. And that just becomes this dangerous thing where it's like two perfect people coming together and it's like, and you're never going to like meet your standards in a way. But that's completely different, by the way, from having high standards, which I guess we'll talk about in more detail later. But it's just there's a I guess a fine line between like healing and and working on yourself, which is like so, so great. And we believe in massively and and thinking that there's an end point you need to reach before doing something because you're always going to be yeah and sometimes things you thought you healed right or things insecurities you thought you worked on won't like would come up again in a relationship and it's like hey Mm -hmm. lista you know there's still work to do here or new insecurities creep up that you didn't even think were there you know so it's also like in a relationship you end up learning so much more about yourself you just have to be like conscious of it yeah, and, and I think that's what life is, right? It's just cyclical. Like, you're constantly learning the same lesson over and over again, but, like, leveling up in yeah, the situation yeah. around it or, like, the that one extra piece of, like, knowledge or whatever of yourself, most yeah. of all, as well. But basically, yeah, my first dating experience was a disaster, and I, I had, like, so much trauma and, like, feelings of... Um, like, it exacerbated my feelings of low self-esteem, basically, which I had to work on. How was your first dating experience? Um... I think it's in terms like talking about low self-esteem when I was way younger um, I'm 25 ish now by the way so when I was way younger being like really really young um, I used to be fat by the way it's just FYI (laughs) just when I was younger so I had pretty low self-esteem it's again I think we talked about this in the identity episode but back then it was very different to be fat like there was nothing about body positivity at all all the models were skinny you know all of that stuff so I just felt like I wasn't attractive or like good looking or any of that stuff compared to my friends and I, I wasn't bullied in school but like I was it was very known like it was known to me through other people that I was so I always felt like no one would ever like me you know and stuff like that um so anytime someone liked me, which was like very rarely, I would be almost honored. And like, I would be like, oh my God. And I would like trick myself maybe into thinking that I liked them back purely for that reason, right? And then I had a glow up, I guess, of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I lost a lot of weight and I think like developed into, uh, you know, my soon to be teen self. So I just looked completely different. And I started getting a lot more attention from guys. And, um, yeah, it was nice for a while. And then I kind of got completely put off by it because I was getting like almost too much attention from guys and I just didn't know what to do with it, you know, because in in our culture, what is dating? We'll talk about that too, but it's, it's just like a very complicated thing when you're growing up in a society where like everyone has a boyfriend or girlfriend like you know everyone dates but it's not an explicit thing that we talk about but it's a part of life but it's not really you know it's just a really weird complex topic where like you're expected to date for marriage for example but I'm like 12 like or whatever you know it's hard. I realized a lot of people in Egypt specifically like they date for so long like they date for like yeah. 10 years I'm like dude that's a marriage right there yeah no exactly I mean my first proper experience of dating was on and off for like eight years it was a is it situationship I would say mm-hmm. it was like I guess at some point it was a relationship like on and off but it was mostly just like back and forth and like him being interested me not being interested and vice versa and it was just it was just a mess, yeah, but that was my first experience, and even though no one cheated, 
it was, I would say, equally as traumatic because um, now looking back, like the amount of energy I gave to that person, how much better would it have been if I gave it to myself? And it's like, I'm not even saying that you shouldn't be invested in the people that you're dating or the like the friends you have or, you know, anyone that you have in your life. But just like I I wasn't giving me before giving him. And that person didn't even appreciate it. And it was like this whole thing. But ultimately, we were just like very different people. We wanted very different things out of life. Uh, But yeah, so my first one, I can't remember the early stage. I do remember like the constant undertone of disrespect, not in a huge way, Mm -hmm. but just in a like, you know, making plans, flaking, you know, like that kind of just like, clearly you're not here and present and showing me enough respect. And I should have noticed that sooner, like maybe... I don't know, like seven years sooner or something like, <laughs> like that. From but the yeah, get-go. Yeah, basically. But now I, I, I'm, I'm very happy that that happened just because my standards are so much higher now. Mm-hmm. Like I learned so much from that relationship. And although, yes, I like um, look back at those times and I'm like, oh, I wish I had that energy back and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did actually learn like a huge amount and it will like serve me going forward. So that's completely fine. When you mentioned standards, I just remembered how, like, I'm 27, okay? And for some reason, people now started asking me, like, you know, are you dating anyone? Are you seeing anyone? Because it's like marriage, you know? Like, TikTok time is running out. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, the older you, like, the older you get, the higher your standards are and the more picky you're going to be. And I'm like, is that a bad thing? That's not really a bad thing at all. Blacks, then I'm more intentional about who I'm dating instead of it happening to me, which is like, we talked about this um, and we end up just finding ourselves in it because that person likes us. You're like, oh, okay, well, he likes me. Let's like, you know, let's try it out. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that like ties in nicely with what do you, what are you looking for when you date? Are you dating on purpose? Like, are you actively seeking out someone that is X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. or like, are you just happening to fall into her? Like, do you date? Do you actively go on dates? I'm not a serial dater. I, any, I can count how many dates I've been on in my life, which might be sad. I don't know. But no, I just don't. It's not fun for me to like just go on dates. And it's, it's, I don't know. In Saudi, it's difficult for me, I guess, especially given like my personality and being very introverted and stuff. I I don't know. Hina dating a haruh matam. خلاص يعني I don't want to go to a restaurant. Wada kul ma. Like I don't know who you are. Like I want to do something fun. But المهم no, I don't actively date. Kida like for fun. Yeah. Uh, or I, yeah. But, I didn't know you could do that in Saudi. By the way, sorry. Small <laughs> interlude. I didn't know you could go out with like a, a guy, like a random guy, and yeah, to a yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I'm so like sorry. By the way, to anyone from Saudi listening to this, I've never been, so I don't really know no, what it's no. like. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's always been done. Always, bef- yeah. Like w- during Haya times, like the police, Haya, po- whatever they're called, religious police, Annie. Yeah. Y- they still do it. Um, now it's totally open. Adi, everyone's dating, and you can tell you're like, oh my god, nice. And people hold hands and shit. Like it's oh, so really? good. Oh really? Yeah. That is really nice. I don't think people do that even in Egypt, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. unless you're engaged, like because yeah, just PDA is a big no no. I think. What is it called? Like public indecency. No, which is so great to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I date, I guess, with more intention now. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say, no, I date for marriage, but definitely I, I, I look for someone, you know, 
who I think it could be long term. Yeah. Wherever no, it leads, you know, like this could be a companion. This is a partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Will it lead no. to marriage? I don't know. Who knows, right? Like, life happens. I have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, it's more intentional. Yeah, no, that's a great point. It's, like, really unfair sometimes, especially, like, I'm going to talk from personal experience in our culture. You're expected to, like, basically get it right on the first try kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm just, like, even, like, I get so shocked. People, like, go solo not and stuff. Like, how does it work? Like, how do you stay married? Are you happy? Are you unhappy? Are we overcomplicating things by having so much choice? Maybe if you just pick one and you knew that you didn't have any other choices, you'd be like forced to make it work. Like, sometimes I think about these things. I'm like, someone, it's like organized almost the marriage and it works. But I don't know. You're never at home with them. You know, you mm -hmm. never know if it works or it doesn't work. I don't really know. I can't do Gawasurunot or whatever yeah. because I want the dating experience. I yeah. want that. Lezim. Yeah. It's so important for me. It's vital. But yani. I think like, do you, do you think if you, if that was the only thing you knew, it's like if I only had, I'm so, so sorry, mm -hmm. men are not cheese sandwiches, but like if I only had a cheese sandwich at home, <laughs> I would eat it and I would be happy. But now that I know that Deliveroo exists, right. I'm like, I could be having like sushi. But that, oh my God, that ties in so nicely with dating apps because now people just like swipe right and left and it's like they have so many options, right? It's it's up now they don't only have uh, cheese sandwiches. They have all kinds of sandwiches, all kinds of bread, all kinds of sauces. Yeah, like. exactly. No, it's it's hard, but uh, I don't know. It's just like a question, I guess, for you guys. Do you think like the fact that we have so much choice? I mean, I, I know it definitely impacts every other area of my life. So I'm sure it also impacts like my dating life, right? Uh, the fact that I have a lot of choice, right? I mean, it depends. If you believe in soulmates or whatever, mm. then you're statistically more likely to find that soulmate with more choice. But I don't, I don't really know. I think now that people know that they have options, especially after dating apps, I don't know. And it's always going to be like, well, I'm with this person, but is there someone else out there for me? Someone better? Yeah. You know, because yeah. we know that there's so many options. Yeah, but there are pros and cons to that. So there's like that in my eyes, that's a con. But the pro is that you're more likely to leave a situation that's not right. serving you anymore because you know you have options. You're not like, oh, خلاص, if I leave him, I'm going to be alone forever mm -hmm. or something like that, right? So that that's a, a good and bad depending on like which way you view it. But like anything in life, I guess. I, on the topic of dating, it's not exactly like the, the most smooth of transitions, but I really want you to tell the story. I don't know if you guys remember earlier on, I said there's a story that started the podcast and this is the story that started the podcast. Oh my basically. God. This story. This is an, as an adult. Um, this is, uh, I think this happened last year, last summer. So yeah, this was like during Hot Girl Summer. Is that when that came out? That whole phrase? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, last summer or two summers ago. Either way, recently. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I meet this guy. I, I, th I actually thought about mentioning the story in my last voice note. Uh, are you listening? And then I was like, no, I think it fits in nicely as a dis dating disaster story. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was kind of seeing this guy last year for like two or three months. So very short-lived, thankfully. I mean, two, <laughs> I mean, two, three months was too long. Should have been like yeah. zero, but... Yeah, whatever. And let's just call him Johnny Bravo. I think that's like literally his spirit animal. Um, so yeah, I met him through a friend and we have lots of mutual friends in common. Um, he was mainly pursuing. 
And I was like, ooh, nice, you know? Someone likes me and, you know, he's... And he was, like, f- physically attractive, yeah, he's right? Relatively, that was the thing we were like, oh, yeah, he is attractive. He's quite attractive. Kind of. And I was like, yeah, goatee, like... You know, you can get that too. And because I have low self-esteem, I never thought I could, right? That's very important. So this was like what I was tracking, basically. Anyways, throughout the whole thing, throughout the, I don't want to call it a relationship, this whole whatever, two, three month thing. Um, he entanglement. Wouldn't really, entanglement. It was, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> very Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. <laughs> throughout, uh, he wouldn't really ask me much about my thoughts or like, my interests you know he would just ask about like what it's like living in saudi uh, oh he's egyptian lives in egypt he would just like come to saudi for work every now and then yani anyway but he would make you feel like you're bonding because he would open up about certain things right so then he gives you these like he throws you these bones where you think oh yeah we're actually bonding there's actually mm. a connection here when in fact like there really isn't like there was zero communication Mm-hmm. Um, it was just uh, he probably thought we had communication because he's talking so much about himself given that he's a narcissist you know but there <laughs> was like nothing from my side um, and I overlooked so many of these red flags like his comments about women um, which I would call him out on or him مثلاً, only being able to compliment me about like the way I look you know like okay that's great okay guys that's great but you need to compliment like our minds the way we think like all these other things you know yeah so i was just like really bored with the conversations i try to take them deeper just like just a little bit deeper man and he would just think i'm asking weird questions he would always say you're asking weird questions you're asking weird questions and i'm like dude what is a question i can ask you that isn't weird so i'm missing an example of a weird question which is when we talked about in our identity episode which was like you know being an egyptian and especially him being fully Egyptian, do you feel like Egypt and it's given its history and geography, uh, Arab, are they Arab or, you know, African? And to him, that was weird. And he answered it quite well. And fast forward to like the last day I actually saw this guy. Um, he was visiting Saudi because of work. And we're sitting and Johnny is literally only talking about himself his interests, his meeting last night. And I'm literally bored out of my mind. Like this guy's in my house and I'm sitting there like, dude, this is, I just want you to leave, you know? I can't, خلاص. and I'm, I'm just shitting on him in my head, okay? Yeah. Just waiting for him to get the fuck out of my house. And whenever he wants to give an example of an interest of mine, he would always make it seem like it's fashion related. So he'd be like, if I send you something to do with fashion or if I talk about fashion, I'm like, Okay, clearly this guy forgot that I told him like what I studied, what I do, like you no. Know. And you said multiple times that you're not into. Fa- I'm not like, into. Okay, you're well dressed, Bastiani. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, so because it's... he assumed I'm well dressed, he thinks that like, Khas, I have vision boards and like this is my life. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But that's not me. He had an idea of who I was, and I. So when he was talking about fashion, I was like, Yo, I don't give a shit about fashion. Like that's not an interest of mine. He's like, No, no, no. I'm just saying. And then like whatever, he'd like move on from it. Um. So then uh, he goes on and on about himself and then he stops and says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, um, I'm, f- I'm sorry if I'm boring you. It's just like, these are my interests and this is what I like and I'm passionate about them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's fine, whatever. But I have a question. Uh, do you know what I do? And he's like shocked, you know? And he replies, no, I'm sorry, I don't. And then I'm like, okay, um, do you know what I studied? 
And he's like, wait, 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 I have to remember, I have to remember. And I was like, ah, these are things you have to remember. Like usually these are like basic knowledge of the person you're interested in. And I had told you this three months ago, Aslan. Um, and he's like, oh, maybe you caught me at like the wrong time. Like you have to catch me at the time where I can retain information. What the fuck, dude? Like I have to ask you, oh, hey, is this a good time to like tell you some things for you to remember? Like that's so stupid. And so I tell him what I do, what I study and stuff. And his response was, he gasped. He's like, you're smart. I don't know how I didn't like slit his throat or like kick him out of my house. Like, I don't know. I was just so shocked. And I was like, yeah, what the hell? Um, I don't know how. I don't know how the night like another hour passed and he's living in this delusional world of his where he thinks he's going to see me again like he's genuinely asking when when i'm gonna fly to egypt to see him and i'm like oh yeah i gave him like some bullshit date i'm like yeah this date maybe i don't know and then he leaves my house and i'm so relieved and i just i'm like oh, i never want to speak to this guy again like i'm gonna go so shit out of him like class i want nothing to do with him and then like a week later He sends me out of nowhere. Like, this is how he starts the conversation. Um, he sends me these Balenciaga earrings. Uh, they were safety pin earrings. They're pretty cool, but it's like, whatever. And he says, um, can you please explain your fashionista? I lost it. Like, I flipped out. I was like, I don't give a shit about fashion. I give zero fucks. I already told you. And yet you still ask me. And By the way... These, this like story was told via noise, voice note and this is exactly where the podcast <laughs> would have come from this segment right here yeah and he, I told you and you just like it's like straight into one ear out the other like yeah. what the hell and then he says um, someone is either mad at me or hates my guts or is PMSing and again Taban okay <laughs> I'm like, you, listen, dude, word of advice, never tell a woman she's being irrational or she's mad because of her hormones. And he's like, okay, peace. And that was the end of it. And I was like, I, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You know, the moral of he's the story is that we liked the idea of each other or he liked the idea of who I, he thought I was, yeah. you know? And I yeah. liked that he was attracted to me and like he kind of like, I don't know he he was kind of like the idea of what my parents would have wanted for me or something yeah. you know so there was all this like unconscious stuff there that yeah. I had to sit with myself and be like okay what was my role in all of this because it's not all on him yeah he's an asshole for sure but you know what did I do as well I enabled this shit to go on for as long as yeah. it did I overlooked so many things um you know, what What energy was I putting out there? I didn't value myself. And so I attracted someone who didn't really value me. Yeah. And my role in this also <laughs> is that like, I kind of knew from the, mo like, I don't know the person, but I know of him. And I also, we have a lot of mutual friends, but um, I said, oh, he's not good enough for you from the yeah. start. But I always say that, like, because I do believe it, but But this time I really felt like, so usually I'll say that if you tell me about someone and you explain the context, I don't know the person at all. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like they're not good enough. But this person, like, because I know of them, obviously it's not maybe necessarily enough, but I just know the kind of activities they like to do, the kind of people they like to hang out with, like maybe a little bit showy, you know, like just doing stuff. A little just, bit? Very much yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> 
just going like for like parties and say hell all the you know like just oh we have to get a table at this specific place you know yeah. like stuff like that so i just knew that he was a little bit a <laughs> little bit he was just more shallow a lot more shallow and then uh and then i said that but then like obviously t continued to see the guy which is completely fine and just brings up a good point of like you have to let people live their experiences and luckily this wasn't one where it was like extremely like emotionally abusive or like something that would have been like long-term damaging it's just another experience that like helped you I guess you know learn more about yourself and like look inwards to see like why am I accepting this in my life stuff like that but then like a question that always comes up for me is like what where's the line between me just saying oh I don't think he's great letting you live the experience you or anyone else obviously live the experience and then you would have learned and where it's like no like this person is like super manipulative you don't know that because it's really hard especially as women when you're like in a relationship with someone that's manipulative like they isolate you from people so it's almost like when's a good time to like intervene and be like no like this person is like evil you know what i mean versus just like oh you're just not right for each other it's just a question again it's not like something that i figured out but but yeah that was uh that was that guy i don't know it's also like i hate how un like unself-aware or not self-aware men are sometimes Mm. arab men specifically sorry i'm (laughs) sure like are like two Arab men listening to this I'm really sorry but like it is like a common theme that I've seen in my person so like okay I'm sorry I hate how unself-aware the Arab men that I have in my life are yeah yeah because like they just think they're so great and they think they want this and it's like I can clearly see it and I don't even know you that well that that's not the case so it's like I don't know uh I think it's probably a fault of like society and the fact that they're given all these like freedoms and liberties and made to think that they're the, you know, God's gift to the earth and all of that stuff. But, yeah. Do you think there's a difference between, you know, or do you think there's a difference in dating when you're Arab? Yes. Okay, so two-part question, I guess. I think there's a difference from my perspective, two distinct differences for dating when you're Arab. One, it's inherently like Aib. Like, even now, we're a lot more progressive, and it's fine, and I date, and, like, you're in a relationship, parents know, you know, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. By the way, my I've never, like, shared my dating life with my dad, only my mom. Mm. But my dad is not, um, like, we talk about, like, life more so. Like, even with work, we don't talk about the day-to-day of my work or, like, my friends. We talk about, like, religion and philosophy, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, I don't know, but that's... Really, Other like, that's aspects a- of life. Yeah, but that's a cop-out. Obviously, if I have someone important to me in my life, I should be able to share it with my dad. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't know why. You think he's going to be like, Yalla, are you going to get married? I Yeah, I don't want the pressure. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe that's what I'm scared of. Maybe that is why I don't share. But uh, but I don't. That's that's the end result. So anyways, <laughs> first of all, I think it's inherently on some level, dating in general in the Middle East. Uh, in the Arab world (laughs) Um, and then um, uh, the other thing is I think just Arab families there are no boundaries which is fine most of the time but sometimes in relationships I'd like to keep that aspect of privacy and so dating as an Arab first of all it's like you your mom and your boyfriend not just you and your boyfriend it's like oh what did you guys do today like stuff like that and the Arab aspect what about you I think you have one more kind of yeah I think in the Arab region, there's this pressure to get married that drives so many 
women to endure like disastrous dates and situations and we keep going back and back and back to something that's so toxic or whatever or we choose um partners that just aren't suitable for us completely because you know we need to get married or whatever and i think we need to realize that life is full of options that's like the you know pro of realizing that there are options out there for us you know yeah so but at the same time needs to think about her own development internally and to uncover all that potential in her yeah. life and and your own goals as well like what are you looking for out of life and are you looking to get married or yeah I'll date or yeah. whatever we, but but even if that is like even if you think that that's what you want is it just conditioning mm. like if you sit down with yourself and think about it what do you picture your life looking like you know So I think that's that's a that's a really good point and I totally agree on that. But also like for example if you want kids. Um I know uh do you know do you know someone called Dream Kenj? I think that's oh, how yeah. you pronounce her name. She's like yeah, on yeah. Instagram. She's Lebanese. So I think she she was married and got a divorce, I believe, a couple years back, maybe. Anyway, so she recently froze got her eggs frozen. Um in Dubai. Yeah. Because she I guess she was Think, saying, thinking, whatever. Like, she's not dating yet. She's, like, 30-something and just wanted to keep her options open. So, although that might not be, like, super common now, and mm. we'll talk about kids and stuff and marriage in another episode probably, but I'm just saying, like, in this day and age, there are so many options. And just because our moms did something, it doesn't mean we have to, like, just think, you know, think about it. Yeah. And, like, sometimes that happens actually after, like, a really terrible breakup where you actually, like, just reevaluate your love life kind yes, of thing. your choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we have options, probably more options than we think. Do you... Now. <laughs> do you date outside of your culture? I never used to. Mm. I uh, I used to have a rule against... I was like, oh, but I don't know And, like, and Egyptians, like... It's all about, like, the sense of humor, yeah. right? And all about, like, the little nuances of the language and stuff like that. And the food and everything. And I never used to. I just, like, I don't know. didn't have a rule against it. Again, I'm not very intentional with my love. I haven't been very intentional with, like, my dating life. So everything kind of happened to me. And mm-hmm. so my circle used to be predominantly Arab. Um So, and also I was on and off with someone for quite a while, so there wasn't much opportunity for it. But then I recently actually uh, started seeing, well, no, it's not recently, like last year. <laughs> last year, I started seeing someone that was uh, English. And yeah, it's honestly the best relationship I've ever had. I'm not going to lie. Like from the get-go, from like dates, at the everything, like I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but... In my personal experience, one person sample size minhina were like a couple minhinic, like mm-hmm. so one, four, and two not, for example, or three not. Um, it's just better. I think it's because like it's it's not just them; it's also me. Like so, like let's say I date an Arab that's not misogynistic. I'm mm-hmm. like, point, you're not misogynistic. Good for you. Right. And but with 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 the person that's not what well, that's foreign. If they're not, I take it as a given, and so mm-hmm. it allows me almost to raise my standards even further because there's a few things I don't even need to worry about. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know that you're not going to be a misogynist or like like they already uh, have the bare sexist. minimum. Yeah, of course there are sexist people like foreigners that are sexist and misogynistic, but I don't know if you're Arab you'll if you're an Arab woman you'll know what I mean like yeah. there are certain things that you don't even have to think about 
which is great. So yeah, to answer your question, yes, I'm definitely more open to it now. Uh, and I do, yeah, I just don't care at all, to be honest about like, that's not even a variable for me anymore when thinking about those things. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm totally open to dating outside of my culture. Actually, Damon, my mom, my uncle, like everyone has these stories of like success stories and no uh, Arab women or Arab men, whatever, uh, marrying foreigners. Um, and those are tend to be like very successful and great. Yeah. Or something, cause just because of like the mentality. So yeah, I'm totally open to it. I don't think... Like this culture clash or whatever. I don't think yeah. that would happen if there's this understanding and respect and empathy. If that's just in it, like that's it, part of the relationship. I don't think that would be a problem at all. Yeah, that that was my thing. I always heard like growing up, like culture clash and like mm-hmm. they don't know our culture and stuff like that. But and, and that's true, by the way, like there's a lot of things like maybe he doesn't understand and stuff. Uh, and sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, what do you mean? It's so obvious. And it's like, no, it's not obvious. And and it's fine. But uh, what I've realized, I guess, the, like the, the takeaway from this for me is that there are so many things that are more important than culture, especially when your culture inherently disrespects women. Sorry, like, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry to like say this sort of in like such a blunt way, but Sorry, there are like so much, uh, there's so many undertones of like disrespecting women in the region that it's impossible to find a, a guy without, and like the guys that don't have it, I'm sure there are people not like this, but in my experience, are so like, like, okay, good for you for like treating me like a human being kind of thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, what do you look for yeah. um, in a relationship as an adult? I don't know exactly because <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure but i'll tell you that previously i used to only date someone if i knew i had a future with them and when by future i mean marriage mm-hmm. um or no sorry i i've dated like a couple of people so it wasn't and i was really young but uh, that was always like i could always see myself at that end point but since my last breakup and like spending a couple of years single and being alone and being content alone i've actually like there's a long period where i was super against marriage like I don't want to get married I'm still like there but like so now it's like well in my head I'm like well why are you in a relationship why aren't you just alone and like I guess the missing piece growing up that we're not taught is companionship is really important Mm -hmm. and if you look at a relationship as another relationship in your life so like I have my friends I have my best friends I have my boyfriend like just one other aspect of a very like multifaceted life that you lead career family you know so many things then I guess that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for it to be one one of those things, I guess. What I look for in a, the relationship itself is probably, not probably, I guess this is more the values that I need the person to hold. Mm-hmm. It's like hard work, so work ethic, very important to me. Family, so I need that person, if possible, of course, depends on the person, to have a really good relationship with their family because I have a like they're so important to me my family is so important to me and um this kind of yours so I'm really sorry but communication in kind of a different (laughs) way like I need that person to be able like I need us to agree on a few things from the beginning not so communication in that like I'm done kind of babying people you know if you Mm want to tell me that you're upset tell me if you're not don't like huff and puff and you know like that (laughs) kind of stuff like I just I guess someone that's mature and like that's done enough like 
self-reflection to be comfortable enough with who they are because I'm not 100% comfortable either but you know what I mean like someone that's willing to like work on themselves I guess do you feel like you you got oh wait I have another I have a (laughs) follow-up question and then I can answer it do you feel like you got to this point because of like what you learned from your previous relationship yes so it's definitely like I want the opposite Mm. of that in a way not of everything there are certain things that were good about the relationship and and I have carried over into like my current relationship uh but yeah there are certain things that I was like how did I endure that and like so damaging to me so I don't want that anymore and also in the in the gap that I was like single for a while I did a lot of like looking at that and looking at myself and really understanding myself and what I value so that's where that came from so I guess it was like it came from the reaction to the relationship if that makes sense more so because in the relationship itself I was so clouded like my vision and like my mind I just I don't know it's hard to like look back at it because I'm like who was that person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah what do I look for in a relationship um definitely definitely companionship if that comes in the form of marriage wonderful you know um if not then I don't know (laughs) you know but like yeah like I want to have someone with me but I'm not dating to get married right but ideally I would like to be with someone long term long term long term Yanni um I feel like what I need or what I look for in a relationship is like autonomy a sense of freedom not that I want to be with someone because I don't feel free in my own life that I need to be with someone to feel free. That's really not it. You should always feel free. Um, but like, you know, with someone, you should feel free as well, not weighed down or whatever. So definitely like that and respect, empathy and stuff. But I feel like that also kind of fits in with like what's healthy in a relationship. So I'm looking yeah. for a healthy relationship at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. But, but there's... But- yeah, but there's also like the aspect of freedom and space is really important to both of us, oh, yeah. I think. And there, I think we lean more like if it's a spectrum, the end of the spectrum is like being codependent and not healthy at all. Mm. We're all the way almost at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Where like you could be healthy, but be very involved in each other's lives. There's like there, there are relationships like that. Mm. But I think we're both like from our previous discussions, both on the side of like actually we prefer separate lives and a little bit of uh, overlap rather than like complete overlap and yeah. a little bit of separate lives right Definitely. like i feel that way 100% 100% um yanni for me i'm a circle and the yeah. other person's a circle we're not overlapping there's another circle there's a third circle in the middle and that's the circle of our relationship and that's where we like, you know, meet and that's where what we work on and invest so much time and energy and effort so that because it's literally one plus one equals two, not point five plus point five equals one. You know, yeah, I am a whole person. You're a whole person. And this is a relationship. And I f- just feel like that's so much healthier it's not enmeshment it's not codependence in any way um uh, yeah i don't know i just that's how i see it that's why i feel like for me it's so toxic when someone tells me um you know you complete me you're my life you're my better half and i always make it a point to say no no i'm not i am one person you're another i am not your life you're not my life do not say that 
Like if that, yeah. if you think that way, there's a lot you need to work on. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm still working. I'm still like working on that. Not that part. No one is my life, and I'm not anyone's life. Thankfully, mm. in that in that context, but in the context of having separate lives and stuff. So previously, we actually met through that person I was talking about. Funnily yeah. Enough, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, so I had that group of friends, obviously it's hard because I don't live where I'm from. So all my friends, friends, they're not here, like from growing up and childhood friends and stuff like that. But, um, we used to have like all of our friends were just mutual friends. So when I like, I, I mean, personally, I took a step back from that circle as well when we kind of ended things. Uh, but, um, now actually have the opposite thing but I really liked it like at the beginning I never told anyone I was seeing someone I think for like three or four months like no one knew and it was so great like I would recommend it I know that like there's this temptation to like text people after a first date or something and be like oh my god I met this person but like it's like really done us the relationship me whatever like so much good because you're just like you have the space and clarity to think about it yourself like I mean, like, do it or don't. It's not, like, a recommendation, but it's just nice because you, you don't need to get your, the opinion, be like, oh, he said this, what do you think? You just, you, you know, if you feel a way about it, you are good enough and you know yourself well enough to be able to see, you know, to, you don't need your friends to be like, oh, he said this to me, what do I say? Or, mm -hmm. like, do you think that's weird? Like, do you think it's weird or no? Like, it's very, it's a relationship between you and them, right? Um, so yeah, I didn't tell anyone about it for a while. I met a couple of his friends. He's met a couple of my friends. We've been together for like over a year now. Uh, parents, yeah, but parents way down the line as well. Mm. Uh, like almost a year in basically. And it's slower than usual. I would say like, it's definitely like, and also because of lockdown and all of that, we hadn't, we haven't had a chance to like go out with friends and, you know, meet more, but it's, I think it's so great. Obviously. I'll report back if like, you know, we meet each other as like friends and we hate each other after something like that. But I think it's really great because I'm not it's not like we're hiding each other or anything like that. It's just developing at a slower rate. And I think maybe in this day and age, everything develops so, so quickly, especially when you're Arab relationships. Like, I don't know, me personally, I've previously felt the need to like tell my mom, tell my sister, tell my friend, yeah. you know, like very quickly. I don't know. It's uh, it's good. I think I don't know where I was going with this. Sorry, but it, it's good to take take it slow. I think. What so is this something you feel like, um, Yeni? This is something you learned, obviously, and this is how mm -hmm. this is a conclusion, I guess, that you've gotten, or it's a takeaway from previous relationships, right? So it's yeah. like, what are turning points in your dating life? I. There's a few things. First, I'm trying to be more intentional and I'm trying to be like very explicit about what I want and what I need out of a relationship because it's like brushing it under the rug or whatever is not going to help me or you. Like eventually it will come up and it will be a lot more painful and damaging to both of us and the relationship if I just like if you're if you're like not very good at communicating and I'm like oh whatever he's cool like he's mm -hmm. just not very in touch with his feeling like masculinity what you know like all of that like kind of stuff I when I was younger maybe I was like oh he's so cool and stuff but now I'm like he's not cool <laughs> you're hurting yourself most of all because you're not expressing that that's what you need and and yeah when it comes up later if nothing else now you're attached to that person 
So it's like, why did you do that to yourself? Like, why did you attach yourself to that person after? And like, you knew from the start? Because I think we date. I used to date for a potential. Yeah. Like, oh, I can work on, like, savior complex. Yeah, the complex savior you complex. Said. <sighs> like, oh, yeah, I can help you. I can help you. It's like, no, I'm not a therapist. I'm not your mom. I will not be helping you mm-hmm. with anything, basically. Um, we're just two people that happen to have met at a point where they were, like, on the same trajectory, basically. Hopefully, that's who you should be, in my opinion, in a, on a re- in a relationship with, sorry, like, heading the same way, yeah. hopefully, at the point of meeting. Uh, But yeah, I would say just be more intentional and treat it like any other area of life, right? Like your career, your health, like if you're making conscious decisions in those areas, I think definitely don't wait for uh, like, don't wait for I don't know, like Prince Charming or a soulmate or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like fair enough, if, if you want that, that's fine. But just once you've met that person through like coincidence or fate make sure that you're on the same page for a lot of the like for the for the things that you care about most at least basically how about you i agree yeah so uh, first point is yeah don't wait be more intentional about what you want you know we tend to as women we wait for the man to yeah. like he proposes he says he likes you first he he hoa 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 i'm not waiting anymore i'm done waiting uh, just take act, take charge, you know, be in charge yeah. of your life, I guess. But to that, I would say healthy boundaries, right? But then that goes, like, you, need, you get to understand healthy boundaries when you understand yourself and what, mm-hmm. what are your personal boundaries in order to communicate your boundaries to that uh, other person. And so this line, you know, you communicate um, that to your partner and to yourself. Damon, um, you sit with yourself and kind of analyze your thoughts and call yourself out on things. That is the most important relationship, the one with yourself, so that it can spill into all other areas of your life, in my opinion, Yanni. Um, so, yeah, understanding your boundaries, understanding your needs, what you want out of a relationship if you're on the same page. And therefore, you need to have this open and honest communication, right? And to understand us on the other person's um, love language, which we talked about. Yeah. Um, you said you send the link like straight away when you start talking to as someone. As soon it's as so, I'm talking to someone. It's so important to know how the other person likes yeah. to be shown love. Whatever. How you're going. If you're able, Aslan, to if you're willing and able to learn how to communicate in the way that the other person wants to be communicated yeah. with. Yeah. No. And also when they like, so let's say someone doesn't, um, their love language isn't quality time. So they're not spending quality time with you. So you're upset, but they're buying you a lot of gifts and you're like, I don't like, like, why are they doing that? But that's their way of showing love. So understanding the other person also helps you not be like upset by certain actions they take. And of course, like you can work on saying like, oh, actually, I don't care about gifts at all. I want you to spend quality time with me. But at least you would understand where that person is coming from, if not to change them, but just so you're aware kind of thing. Yeah, I think another turning point command looking back is uh, accountability is so important, Yanni. Yeah. Um, I think at some point I definitely thought like, oh, hoa, 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 right? Yeah. Because I have to be like, tabwana. Anna, how am I enabling all of this in my life? I am, this is my life. I'm not, I, I, life shouldn't be just happening to me. I am an active exactly. participant in my own life. And whatever false beliefs I have and whatever conditioning has been done to me, I have to undo and I have to kind of like just look at it and like question myself and my intentions, yeah. you know? 
Um, so yeah, which brings us nicely into you know, how like the idea of being alone, and how yeah. that's oh, so wait, important. Wanna, and working on yourself. What <laughs> I wanted to touch on your first point of being intentional. Yeah. And like not letting things happen to you. Also take charge. Like you don't have to wait around for a guy. Personally, I don't like asking guys out. Oh, me I neither. <laughs> so just to just to clarify on that point, it's we're not saying you have to ask the guy out. You have to propose, but you can make it known. Like you can make it known that you you know bring it up, hint, you know, but not even like, oh, I'm hinting because I'm shy. It's not that. It's just, I, I like the guy to take me out. I like to be, you know, like stuff like that. So I'm just saying that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do all of the things that you want the guy to do, but it just means like being honest about what you want and mm -hmm. not saying, okay, Tayyib, uh, if we, if we go out, we go out. If we don't, we don't know what you're talking about. Everything else. Why can't you hint at it? If mm -hmm. you're in a relationship and you want marriage, why don't you have the marriage conversation? That doesn't mean propose. Like if you still want the romantic gesture and stuff, you can still have that. It's just about like, you can't blame someone for not doing something without you having said that you wanted it basically. Communication. Yeah, it's honestly like the pillar of everything in life. Honestly. Yeah, you keep hearing it over and over again. But then when you really start to kind of understand, you're like, yeah, it is truly it's the so most true. important like, thing. So many. I don't know. I'm a strong believer. I was going to say so many things, but actually, like literally everything can be fixed with proper communication, in my opinion. Truly. Yeah. OK, so what a time to be alone. Yes. You yes. love that book. I love that book. I actually have my, I have a copy next to me right now. I'm not going to read you guys anything from it. I literally brought it here for like good energy <laughs> because it's like the, like, it's so good. It's so good. So that's the book. The first book I read, I think in my like two year sabbatical, it wasn't just from dating, but it was like from social life in general. I was just not doing anything. I kind of like took it as time to like for myself and to, to like look after myself after like trauma and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's the best, best, best book I've ever read. Honestly, it's not, it's not like a book that it's not like, a. I don't know what they're called, you know, books where it's like paragraphs and paragraphs. Mm -hmm. It's like individual pages, like individual, like three page anecdotes it's, and like big quotes, graphic, whatever. But this is actually my fifth copy that I've bought because every time I buy it, I give it to someone. I'm like, keep it. It's like, it's such a good book, but it really taught me that like, like, I'm no longer looking for a relationship. And this relationship, like, I'm sorry, because it wasn't intentional. I, like, I was like, oh, you have to be intentional. It wasn't. It just happened. But, um, but it's almost like, this is the first relationship I've been in where I'm like, and it's not because I don't care about the person. I hope this relationship lasts for a very long time, like forever, whatever. But if it if this relationship like disappeared tomorrow, of course I would be like very upset, but I would be completely fine because I'm enough now. You know, I was always enough, but now I know that mm -hmm. I'm enough. And like, I can like thank this book for it basically. It talks about like setting boundaries, how you are enough by yourself and all of that stuff. Um, but I don't know, I guess the way it's phrased, maybe like you've read it yeah, also, right? Love it's, it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's like a really like, I don't know, like epiphany. It gave me, I got an epiphany yeah. when I Even read though, it. like, you know, you know what she's, you know it, yeah. but when you read it in the way that it's written, it's like, yeah, I yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's not, it's, I think it's because it, 
maybe she went through the same thing. So everything she's saying, like, and everything your mind is going to try and tell you to be like, no, but you're being selfish. She kind of addresses because her mind must have like mm-hmm. done the same to her. So yeah, just, I guess to conclude or like our, our like takeaway from all of this is that when well, my takeaway from all of this is that when you start like not deprioritizing, but like taking away the importance of relationships they become so much better, right? Because they're just another aspect of your life. Like, why do friendships go so smoothly and relationships don't, you know, most mm-hmm. of the time? Um, I think that's, it's because you, you're you putting so much pressure, so much expectation on this one person, on this one thing in your life, when like, you're spending most of your time at work, not at your relationship. So why are we expecting this thing to succeed and flourish without us working on it? when when maybe we're not giving it as much time as something else or like but when when you frame it as like just another aspect you're not expecting the time to go to it you're not expecting the effort to go to it you're just like i don't know i don't know if i'm making sense but basically the the less importance you put on it the better it is in my experience and in my opinion and like i think the the importance should be going to you like you are the center of your universe and then all of these things are just like coming out of you if that makes sense 100 percent. i would only add to that you know that being single is not a problem for those who feel like it's a problem or if people ask you, hey, why are you single? It should actually be a very fulfilling time for you. Um, at least for me, you know, I thrive alone and I want to thrive the same way, if not more, in a relationship. And that's how it should be, you know. Yeah. Um, just continue discovering and uncovering more shit about yourself in order for that to all flow into other aspects of your life particularly relationships for the sake of this yeah for the sake of this episode um but yeah you got to put in the work on yourself and in your relationships it's not it doesn't just like come easy you know yeah but it's for you also like i guess we're talking about relationships and dating because the episode is about that but the point is it might happen it might not happen it's just another thing in life it's not the end goal and I think that's like so ingrained in us in like Arabs and non-Arabs I think like just in general you're expected to have this end goal of finding someone it's like oh it's fine you'll find someone at some point mm. even when people try and frame it and like you're okay alone well we're the language we're using is like work on yourself and eventually it will flow but eventually it might it not, might not and yeah and that's still fine. totally fine totally yeah fine. yeah well okay well <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that one with lots yeah. of haga yeah and let us know what your relationship dating disasters were or like any if you disagree especially if you disagree yeah please please do let us know obviously as always we're just telling you our experiences and what we're learning along the way all right thanks guys see you next wednesday see you here catch you next wednesday (laughs) 